Fit for Life Radio, episode number 133. Yeah. 33. Your hosts, I'm Gary. I'm Will. And we're here. Another week, another episode. Another day, another dollar. We're going to dive right in. We're going to talk about how junk food can be healthy. Right. And again, we Pump the brakes. <laughs> Pump the brakes. What is junk food? We talk about not labeling things, but we, we kind of have to so people can conceptualize and understand. Yeah, like what most people consider junk food. You know, so things that are often labeled like bad and you can't eat, right? Like pizza and ice cream and Things that are just like candy. high calorie processed or calorie dense, maybe mm-hmm. is a better term, are what most of us consider to be junk food, which is usually what most of us, you know, like the most. So, And then what happens is we're going to start eating healthy in air quotes, we're going to, and you know, these gurus will say, well, these are the things you need to not eat, right? And then you're like, okay, I have to not eat this thing to be healthy. Ice cream, bad. Can't have it, must avoid. Pizza, bad. Mm-hmm. And ice cream and pizza aren't even the best examples because they actually have de- <laughs> a decent amount of <laughs> nutrition, nutrition <laughs> like as far as like micronutrition. But um, so say even if like we take like, gummy worms you know there you go we're talking straight sugar baby not as much nutrition but uh so obviously within the context of if your whole diet was gummy worms uh that's not gonna be be a bad call (laughs) that's not gonna be healthy right because over time you're just not getting enough nutrition right so with the base of a nutrient dense whole unprocessed food diet then a lot of people think well yeah that has to be a hundred percent though that is the healthiest diet like you either eat healthy or you don't you know what i mean like in terms of your food choices yeah and that you have to oh let me i have to ex- uh, achieve this ex- this extreme level 10 right but the reality is you know so talking about nutrition and nutrients this affects our physical health right but ultimately our physical health isn't our entire all-encompassing health it's one little piece of the pie yeah, if you think of a pie, uh, there's, like Will said, multiple pieces, right? And we could be pouring all into our physical at the expense of our other pieces of the pie. Yeah. Right? Like our mental health, our emotional health, social uh, health. Social you health. Know, going out and, and hanging out with people. Environmental health. What's the last one? Existential. <laughs> your purpose, your reason for. For a living. Mm-hmm. All these aspects combine kind of to into our f- actual full our spectrum. Our whole health. Our whole health. And yeah, think about it. If you are just grinding, elim- you eliminate everything and you just eat the most nutrient-dense food, but you're mentally miserable and exhausted, um, your, it, health, your health's taking a it hit. It takes a toll. Or if you, if you cut out all manner of junk food and alcohol and everything and you stop socializing like you don't go out with your Mm -hmm. friends like that's also going to affect you so and so let's talk about where food fits into that and quote unquote junk food junk right first off it has to be understood the context 
of that you're intentionally eating these things. And that's what we talk about when we work with nutrition clients. Our level one kind of first stage of the coaching is about bringing awareness and uh, intention and attention to what we're consuming, right? Because our food environment is relentless. It's easy to overconsume. We do emotionally eat. Um, and we can just do all this stuff without thinking twice. It becomes default, right? Uh, and then we, so we have to bring attention and intention to to what you're eating, to our overall yeah eating patterns, right? Now, once we have that, which means now, so instead of just oh, we just come home, we didn't have dinner prepared, so we just eat the tub of ice cream, and we were stressed, and we just eat it, and you know what? I'm or still I had cereal for dinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a common one, right? And and we're just reacting. Yeah, that's that's not healthy. No. And we talk about this too with. You know, th- it's important to tie these kind of foods, these favorite foods, these treat foods, these junk foods to experiences because it actually helps enhance and, and give an opportunity to be healthful, right? Because now you're tying it to things that can improve your mental, your emotional, your existential, your s- social your you so- yeah, <laughs> aspects, right? So once we have that down, so our intention, which means we're choosing to eat this food on purpose, uh, we're making the, des- the decision, we've made the trade-offs, we understand that having the ice cream and those calories we're intaking means saying maybe no to something else. We might have to skip our sweet potatoes from you know lunch or whatnot. Um, so again, there is awareness with the trade-offs. Um, and then, yeah, ultimately it aligns with our overall goals, body composition, things like that. So yeah, knowing your total intake, balancing that all out. So with that said, yeah, you don't have to 100% do chicken and sweet potatoes. It's probably better to do 80% chicken and sweet potatoes and 20% ice cream, right? And obviously these are broad placeholders. Yeah, (laughs) insert whatever you normally eat. Ice cream, then all your favorite treats. Chicken and potatoes, your favorite whole unprocessed foods, right? Uh, So... Say Will, yeah, goes out and decides, yeah, I'm going to have uh, some pizza, right? And he has it with his fiance Ooh. or with his brother or with a good friend. Now, all of a sudden, this pizza, this junk food is giving him social health. He's, yeah. he's, he's created this experience and he's sharing it with someone else, right? And, and filling that social bucket, charging that social battery, so to speak. Um, then you could also say, uh, so for me, yeah, if I choose, you know what, on the weekend, Saturday, I'm going to watch a movie with my wife and we're going to have ice cream together, right? Because I'm able to eat that ice cream without guilt, without stress, you know, and yes, I I get to have this and I'm enjoying it and it's bringing me pleasure and contentment. Um, I'm getting gaining health, right? Whereas yes, maybe just sweet potatoes would have been a better use of that 800 calories as far as more nutrition for my physical health. Well, you know what? I already eat that 80% of the time. I get plenty of nutrition. Yeah, so your physical health is pretty much taken care of for the most part. It's boosted up. Yeah. Now let me take care of, um, you know, some emotional health, right? Or existential. Existential health. You're going to get it one day. Um, Such a tough word. So yeah. That's that's how in the in in the context now of our entire diets and nutrition over the weeks and months, these moments are increasing 
our net health gains. Yeah. Right? Because we have the foundation of nutrition for our physical health, boom, check that box. And I'll be honest, just having chicken and sweet potatoes, Saturday night watching a movie with my wife, it would not be as relaxing. It would not be as enjoyable. Um, The ice cream, man. Exactly. Uh, Boom. Fill in those those buckets deeper for the for the other things, right? That, in a nutshell, is how and why junk food is and can be healthy. Can be. Again, yeah. If, if your whole diet's ice cream, you're that the now, now like we mentioned, well, yeah, your physical health is taking a nosedive, and yeah, you, no no bueno. Yeah, consider the opposite too. If you're only concerned about your social health and you're always going out and you eat out four times a week mm-hmm. and you drink every night, well, your physical health will start to be the one that's taking a little bit of a toll at the expense of those other areas. So there has to be a balance of some kind. So just you know, be aware of that. We're not saying that everybody's physical health doesn't need to be worried about, but you know, there are a lot of different things that we do need to, to consider. Yeah, and then the, the true challenge with this, and it's a process, is learning the trade-offs, learning if this food is worth it, right? We have to be honest with ourselves. You know, if you are whacking back um, Pringles on a Thursday. By yourself. You could be like, oh, uh, this junk food, I love it, right? But the reality is like, look at it, analyze it. Is it giving you some kind of emotional health or social health? Are you just eating them by yourself and actually you're feeling worse about yourself? Because you know? like, <laughs> damn, I just ate a whole thing of Pringles. Because yeah. that'll, that'll get you too. You go, like you're having fun in this moment for one second while you eat mm-hmm. your Pringles. And then afterwards, you're really upset or feel guilty that you just crushed Pringles for yeah. seemingly no reason. Yeah. And now you're feeling shameful, right? Yeah. So you're literally actually, yeah, it's not helping your health nah. gains. Not at but all. But now say, say you're a grandparent and your grandchild loves his salt and vinegar Pringles, right? And you're at the park with him and he's having them with his lunch. And he's like, Grammy, Grandpa, you want some, pr- can you hear, sh- I'm sharing these Pringles with you. Now all of a sudden you can eat those Pringles. They're excited. They feel like, you know, they're sharing with you. Yeah, this whole, moment. This whole moment and you're, pff, you're getting gains and you feel good about getting this. Gains, baby. <laughs> you're getting them health gains, right? Whereas could you imagine if you felt sh- shameful, but you know, because you're choosing to have this in this moment, you know, you had 10 Pringles and that's going to be whatever, 200 calories and, and you'll skip something later or yeah, you're just aware. So again, so that you don't have to feel guilty. That, that, that is a perfect example of how that exact food, again, you have to figure out, is it worth it? What's the moment? Mm-hmm. How, is this, how can this help you know, my other aspects of health? Is that trade-off worth it? And I think most of you would agree, yeah, sitting there on a Thursday afternoon by yourself uh, because you're bored and crushing half a can of Pringles is probably not worth it. Whereas having a you know, quarter can of Pringles with your grandchild at a picnic lunch because they offered them to you to be yeah that'd be fine that's going to be worth it right so that's the real challenge is learning these things and and yeah not every moment is going to be worth it and you have to to be okay with that and find those true true moments so for me um in general a big part of junk food is social yeah you know Normally, there's not much value in it for me when I'm by myself because I've gotten to the point where, yeah, you know, f- 
I'm fine and enjoy my whole unprocessed foods and um, love filling that physical health bucket, right? And also knowing there are going to be social uh, things that do typically always involve food. So I would rather not have them when I'm by myself. That's the trade-off, right? Not have them when I'm I'm by myself so I can enjoy them um, without guilt and just pleasure and contentment with friends filling Fill a couple buckets, multiple buckets, right? So like we had a pool party, right? Mm -hmm. And we're going to have a housewarming party this weekend. And yeah, it's going to be in. And we're going to eat. There's some junk food involved. Oh, yeah. And it's just all health, health giving, right? Yeah. And that's, that's what I want for everyone to realize. Again, um, you don't have to take that guru approach of like, I can't eat this food. This food's bad. Yeah, this is bad. It's going to give you cancer. You can't have it ever again. It's just not helpful. And then you start living in fear all the time too. Mm-hmm. Like, cause then, oh, what if you, what if you have it? Then, then you're spiraling. You're like, yeah, my health's going down the drain. And then your mental health is terrible. Then your social health's probably going to take a hit. Cause you're not going out with anybody cause you can't eat anything bad. So just, there's this negative spiral that happens when we kind of have that fear based, um, lifestyle mm-hmm. instead of the opposite, which is, you know, learning to celebrate and enjoy yourself, um, you know, with other people and experiences. Yeah. So start noticing those times, those, ex- those places, those experiences. And, and again, deciding and deciphering where you can get these health net positive gains yeah. from these, you know, junk foods. Yeah. So, and and an- another thing to consider too, when we're talking about like junk food or highly processed foods that we really enjoy For a a lot of us, when you have something very often, it loses its luster, Mm -hmm. right? So if you eat ice cream every single day, it's just not quite as special and isn't quite as much of a treat when you have it all the time. So saving it for, you know, experiences, social engagements, or time like, you know, watching a movie on the couch, Mm -hmm. like it makes it even more enjoyable. It makes it taste better. So you're not just eating the same old thing, yeah. you know? Because most people know when you eat something often, it's, you know, it's never as exciting. And that's just how it, our bodies work. Yeah. Um, so that's another part of it is like you do get an even more enjoyable experience by not having it all the time. Yeah. And what you just mentioned is ultimately you, you kind of have to build structure. Mm-hmm. You know, you can schedule it. Um, you have to have some kind of framework. Yeah. You know, you can't just be willy-nilly. No. No willy-nilly. No willy-nilly. Um, even me. Yeah. So, so... F- like I said, one simple way is um, tying these foods to experiences. So built in, there's structure, right? It's only going to be when I'm doing social things, you know, which means, yeah, I have to say no to it a lot of times. Uh, actually, perfect example, this past uh, weekend, we were Memorial weekend. We were um, hanging out with my parents and watching a movie and you had popcorn and uh, yeah, and popcorn is a great snack and I can easily work it into to my overall calories but ultimately i end up having like uh, a ton a ton and then let me go make another bag and then I, I was like dude just dig in the popcorn so i bought a bag uh or a bunch from the grocery store for this week and then last night i caught myself you were just making a casual well, bag weren't well, you after dinner i was like i'm gonna make popcorn right but then i'm like you know do i need this there's no <laughs> and then I, I knew where this was headed right was like yeah, a popcorn a day is where you're headed. Yeah, I'm gonna make this popcorn Wednesday night, and then 
after dinner. Then I'm going to want to make it tomorrow night after dinner and the night after that. And, now and then the weekend hits. <laughs> exactly. Right. And um, yeah. So again, this is where you fall back on like, and for me, I kind of have to have the guardrail of like, I don't need something different. Yeah. Whether it's popcorn, it doesn't, you know, whether it's popcorn, whether it's ice cream, whether it's frozen berries, whether it's uh, sour gummies, you know, I can get in a habit where, oh, I deserve or need something after dinner as like a nightcap. And then mm-hmm. it just, um, it just snowballs, snowballs from there. So I had to like stop and like, no. Um, but hey, at some point we're going to be watching another movie on the weekend or some special and occasion. And then I'll have my popcorn. Let me start. Let me make sure to tie it. Because also when I have the popcorn, I will. If I want more, I want to have more. And I'm, if I'm doing that every night, I can't. I have to kind of over, you know, portion it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, it, so again, you kind of bring that awareness, check yourself, and then go forward, right? Um, so, yeah, you have to create. You have to do that work. Do that boring work of noticing and naming these scenarios and, and kind of crafting. How am I going to navigate this? Because, yeah. yeah, you can't go about it like reacting to it on a given day. Like, you definitely have to have a little bit of a plan in place. Like this weekend, perfect example. We have the, uh, you know, housewarming party where we're probably all going to throw down real hard on, like, tacos and whatever else there ends up being. But we're also, Whitney and I are going to the movies afterwards. So then it's the battle of, Uh. do I have two, you know, social treats? Like, we probably won't get popcorn at the movies because, like, (laughs) we just went real hard you know, there, but that being said, there might be another compromise. One of my favorites. So this is what, uh, Justin, so he's a dude that usually will go see, uh, Marvel movies together, but we'll have sunflower seeds and it ends up being like 200 calories. It keeps you busy during the movie and you didn't just eat a thousand calories worth of popcorn. So that's like my trade off for that. I take a bag of walnuts in there with (laughs) just crack it. (laughs) Let's just do that. Uh, oh, you want to see Top Gun? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go see it. Isn't it crazy? Like, I've had no desire to go. Isn't it crazy what peer pressure and social. And, and hype? Because oh I see God. everyone hyping it up. I'm like, I got to go see this yeah. movie. I haven't been to movie theaters in six years, probably. Dude, it's. I've heard it's good, though. Like, everybody that I've asked. So now I'm getting to the point where I'm sus, like, skeptical. Because I'm like. Because it can't be that good. Something's happening when you're there. Yeah. Like, people are telling you to go say this. Because how, how can it be this good? It's. It's Top Gun, right? But the first—I mean, the first one was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. we just rewatched it this weekend. That's it, what. That's oh, what yeah, we were did, watching, yeah. eating our popcorn. Yeah, we need to. We need to rewatch. It was that so. One. It was so corny. It is, but it's like iconic. I man. mean, that's why it's good. It's yeah. Whitney's favorite movie. You know what bothers me about Tom Cruise? His tooth. Yeah. It's right in the middle of his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like his teeth. You know how you know you have your teeth. Like are e- they're each side of the middle line <laughs> of your nose. Yeah, yeah. He he has like a main front. Tube he has one t- <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> I gotta look, man. Hey, he that dude hasn't aged oh. much though. Let's talk about it. He looks good. I know we started googling people, and you look, and he's in his sixties now, and yeah, he's he looks almost the same. Bro, <laughs> is it the Scientology? <laughs> is that what it is? That made this the, not, nah, but the the tooth thinnest sh- shift, right? Are you talking about his aging? I'm just yeah. talking about his aging, oh, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Bro, you're right, though. Look at that. It's in the middle. I know. It's the main attraction. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, it, it was good. You know you know the scene that gets me the most in the original one? The volleyball scene? Oh, yeah. Hey, he's wearing jeans. 
Who plays who plays volleyball in jeans? You, he does. Especially, dude. This is what the 1980s. They didn't have stretch stretchy jeans. Nah, bro. He was toughing it. That's like all denim. He was toughing it in thick denim. There's no way. There was no breathing. How do you squat? And they had tight. They were tight jeans. Maybe they were more elastic than you think. I, these are look. Th- this is this is the problem. This is why I can't do movies. This you is how think my, too much. This is how my brain works. I'm you like just, you can't you can't suspend your your disbelief right from the jump. Like the tooth, right? Then <laughs> the jeans playing volleyball. <laughs> then the motorcycle with no helmet. Yeah, but people do that all the time. No, and that's a Cal. You know, California. It, when I was living out there, yeah, it, it and was, it was the '80s it was too. Like, like I was like, these people be on the interstate, ninety miles per hour, no mm-hmm. no helmet. Yeah, I mean that's real life, especially like. To be a pilot like that, like yeah. something's like, not to <laughs> make this sound bad, something's like a little bit off in that like, you know, you have that mm-hmm. daredevil mindset and not as much fear as other people do. So yeah, like you're not going to wear a helmet when you ride your motorcycle 100 miles per hour <laughs> with just mm. your leather jacket and pants. <laughs> but yeah, all that being said, uh, I'm going to go watch. Yeah. I think I think we'll we'll maybe I'll you know what you know here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna leave the memorial or not memorial the housewarming <laughs> <laughs> leave the housewarming with Doom's a couple day. of couple of pocket tacos <laughs> and Pul- that sounded right. <laughs> what's the drink that Diego's making Palmanello's is that it I really think that you butchered that but it was a really good try it's Let's like see. a tequila spritzer type thing. Michelada's <laughs> <laughs> is a Palmanello a thing. Or is that just that a sounds last, like a bug. The last name, Paul Manello. Oh, Palomas. <laughs> okay, you were close. Actually, you were close. Palomas and Michelatas. Okay. What's yeah. a Paloma? Because I don't know. All right, it's a cocktail. What is it? How to make a Paloma? Um, it's a te- tequila-based cocktail, tequila, lime juice, and a grapefruit-flavored soda. Bro, this. This soda, I saw him drinking it the other day, called Squirt. <laughs> nah. It, it's like the same. It looks like a Sprite. It's like like they knocked off Sprite. Squirt. It's called Squirt. I feel like Squirt is better a uh, better name than Sprite. Squirt. I mean, it gets your attention. It does get your attention, <laughs> that's for sure. But, like, yeah. I mean, hey, I'm here for what it. What was the turtle, the baby turtle's name in Nemo? Squirt. <laughs> I feel like what's the more famous Squirt? we should pivot let's pivot to something else let's pivot to a michelada all right i never had a michelada either it's a mexican drink made with beer lime juice assorted sauces often chili based Mm -hmm. spices tomato juice and chili pepper so it's like a bloody mary it's like a mexican bloody mary Mm. i've never had one in my head it was you put a Michelob light <laughs> in a pina colada. <laughs> like, a, like something they do at Plaza Azteca? Yeah, what's the Corona Ritas they do <laughs> yeah. where they put a Corona nah, in your man. margarita? I just thought that's what it was. That's, Ameri- that's not That Mexican. is American. I should have. I should be ashamed for expecting that of Diego. Mm. So he'll probably be upset with me. But you know what, man? Well, yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting in that, that deep health. Char- I mean, we're going into the deep health. But what, Sh- a, what about that? Just go in. I don't know if I can get down with that. I hate when food is on my drink. Nah, I don't. I don't want my ceviche in your drink. No, you don't want floaters of raw fish. Well, I honestly just 
cooked fish? I'll go as far as I don't even really like to drink alcohol with my meals. Interesting. See, I don't mind that too much. It's just, but like, you, I, I feel like you need to establish a little bit of a buzz and then mm-hmm. hold your baseline. Yeah. But if I don't eat, sometimes, man, dude, two drinks and I'm. But wasted. to me, like, food tastes way better than any alcoholic beverage. I do agree with that. Like, I, I would rather eat than drink. But if I'm in a social place where, like, you know, we are drinking, like, that's cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll just eat my meal and then get back to drinking. Mm-hmm. So just weird, take a weird little, quirk. Take a little break. But yeah, deep health. So junk food. Deep health. Hopefully. Maybe have a Michelada <laughs> with your friends. Hopefully this will make you make it click. Like we just we just want people to get off of the there's so much food fear and And good and bad and healthy yeah. and unhealthy that like holy crap it all exists on like a spectrum and like <clears throat> it's not all or nothing. Yeah. And you can have these foods and lose weight. For right? sure. Again, Absolutely. It, it comes back to you have to be intentional, you have to be aware, you have to learn these things. It's not easy. Um but you can navigate and it can be a net positive, right? Yeah. When, when, you, when we talk about health, like it's not just, health's not just our physical. We don't just, it's not a, a game of like, let me get the most nutrients as possible. And, and everything's going to be fine. And anything that's not this 10 out of 10 is going to kill me. Right? The reality is, you know, some of those things won't serve us in other aspects. And our junk food can. So leverage that, right? And ultimately it comes down to the, like the old simple cliche generic like kind of 80 20 yeah you know so yeah 80 it really does work though 80 percent whole unprocessed nutrient dense foods and 20 percent of your fun favorites right and like i said when we tie them to with people we love and shared experiences we're, we're able to fill a lot of other uh aspects of our health yeah they're more powerful tied to other things so um yeah just just work on it. in the summer is a good time to do it because we are having you know, more social experiences. So working on balancing, you know, your normal days where there isn't a lot of celebration or social stuff with the things that we do on the weekends, like going to the beach or cookouts or things like that. Yeah. And if you're interested, we share stuff like this in our, we have a free Facebook group. We have like giveaways, posts, uh, lots of little resources, discussions, um, sometimes we'll talk about the podcast episodes and you will have a link in the description. You can also search on Facebook. It's, um, fat loss secrets for busy adults. Yeah. Just ask to join it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll hook you up, bring you on, bring you in. So that's that. Yeah. We're good. Thanks for listening again. You don't have, you can, getting in the group's great for discussion. Also, our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all that. Reach out. Give us topics, ideas, Holler, thoughts. Ask questions. Let us know. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.